Good morning. Welcome back to the Spending Time with Jesus podcast. Go ahead and open up to Matthew 11. Matthew chapter 11. Obviously, we've been hitting that all week. Um, verse, verse, start looking at verse 21 as we're talking about coming to coming to Jesus. Well, I went to Romans. That doesn't make sense. Sorry. Matthew chapter 11. So go there while I'm trying to get there too. If you haven't listened to the message from this week, make sure you catch it full of so much good stuff. And God is just really speaking to us this month. I can't wait to be diving into it more in the coming weeks. Matthew 11 verse 21 says, oh my God, goodness. I'm um, sorry, 17, 16. <laughs> But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating or drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, look at him, a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. And then go down to verse uh, 21, woe to you, Jesus says, Chorazin, woe, woe to you, Bethsaida, for if mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. You can read the other remaining verses around this, but what I'm talking, what we're going to talk about this morning in coming to Jesus is really around this question, what are you waiting for? Jesus says some really pointed things in these verses. He says, what should this, I compare this generation to? It's like you look at God and say, like, I did all these things, but like, where were you? Why didn't you do what I asked? Or we need to see more miracles. Or if we only saw certain things happen in certain ways, then we would know that God is with us and we would turn our hearts. The point that Jesus is making is that that's not true. It's never been true. History testifies. Plenty of people see moves of God and never soften their hearts. They see miracles and they don't follow Jesus. They come to Jesus not for what they can do and, and not for how they can surrender to Jesus, but saying, well, if I sing the right song and do things the right way, then God can be my genie for me. Is there anything that we are looking to in our lives that is keeping us from surrendering to Jesus? Are we, do we have a false view of God that he's just somebody who can be controlled by me doing the right things the right way? Do I think that God owes me some sign or wonder or miracle if he wants to win my faith and my belief? The truth is that everything comes down to the humbling of our hearts, surrendering to Jesus and following him. Jesus said, come to me. He didn't promise that You'd get every miracle all the way and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, come to me and you can control me. Come to me and you can have everything the way that you want it. He just said, come to me because I am everything that you're looking for. So let's ask the Holy Spirit. Is there anything that's keeping me back from Jesus um, out of my own pride or my own entitlement or my own arrogance? Am I trying to con control God? Am I keeping my faith back from God because of something that I think he owes me? Is there any way that I'm being arrogant or prideful? Holy Spirit, teach us to be humble as we come to the Lord. Have a great day spending time with Jesus.